Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to Bourbon and Blood. This week, we watched Beyond the Door. So get ready and get your weird ex-boyfriend, not exorcist, <laughs> to snuggle up right alongside you. Here we go. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Danny. Hi, man. And we're here to talk about 1974's Beyond the Door. Oh man, I wish I was alive back. 19 fucking 74. Wait, what were the other names of this movie? I oh I don't know. I was oh, counting on. on you to write them down. Oh, I can't believe I let you down. This is an Italian movie. Um, it's called Chisi or Kisi or Who Are You? Who are you? But they changed it to Beyond the Door, which I don't understand. Hey, we don't have the rights for that. (laughs) Can I sing it if it's under 30 seconds? Maybe. Anyways, so we open up. This movie was bananas, you guys. Like, I so good. I want everybody to go out and watch this movie if you have not, because it is crazy. It's really good. And I knew Anne would like it. I was. She was at the yurt, and it's I was awesome. I was drinking, and I watched this randomly. And after twenty minutes, I was like, "I'm ordering this movie yeah. because Anne's gonna love it." Yeah, and guess what? I did. I did. So we open up on this weird. It's like a sacrificial kind of weird cult scene. You got a lady in a robe. My first my first note says Tilda because <laughs> if you remade this movie. That would be Tilda Swinton. Yeah, it would be. Although later on, I changed my mind and say it would be Kirsten Dunst because it looked like Kirsten Dunst. She really did. But, so it's just like this lady in a white robe. It's very like, it looks a lot like the Total Eclipse of the Heart music video. (laughs) I agree with that. (laughs) There's like a girl on the table and then like the lady in a white robe. We also have... What I assume is the devil giving oh, us exposition devil? or God, does that guy talk or does that guy <laughs> fucking talk? Like, shut your mouth, demon. Like, you're the devil. Can't you say what you need to say in fewer words? Like, <laughs> my God, he just goes on and on. I know. Jesus. So a lot of the comments on IMDb about this movie were people complaining that it was a ripoff of Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. I true don't care. True, but like also not really. Yeah. It was like a little beautiful hybrid of both of them. And I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with it. It like they apparently got like sued by the studio that did Exorcist. Like I don't think the comparisons are that close and look nowadays at how many Exorcist movies come out. How many possession movies there've been? Come on, ridiculous. Nope. No, they- I and this was like a different story. <sighs> It didn't make any sense. No. I feel like I got zero closure from any of it. But yeah, so like this girl is on this table and she's like writhing around like, oh, no, like she's obviously not wanting to be there. But then she, her face is so it's still she's like naked right on this table. And all of a sudden her face, just yeah. her face, turns into like this mustachioed like 40 year old man it turns into dimitri's face the bearded gentleman in this movie but it was so funny it was so (laughs) funny and like it was still the girl body but like 
old mustache man's face on top of it. And it was it was great. That's my second note. What the fuck in giant letters. <laughs> so Dimitri lets her go and she runs off. Yep. And then there's just like the longest credits ever. There's a car scene of Dimitri driving and his like foot gets stuck underneath the gas. Oh, yeah. And he's like the calmest fucking dude in the world as he's like. Swerving on all these over the road. winding mountain roads. Yeah, and the <laughs> devil is still talking. It's like 10 minutes into the film at this point, and the devil is still talking. I mean, I assume that's what the devil would be like. Just His voice sounded like the guy from Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. I actually wonder, was it him? Like, it sounded very much like him, the neighbor guy, the devil. So then we get some, like, uh, funky music. <sighs> <laughs> Funky's an understatement, man. I know. That this soundtrack is a gem. Yeah, like it is. every song on here, I was like, yeah. Was it something with the devil? Bargaining with the bargain devil? with the devil? Yeah. Deal with the devil? I think it's bargain with the devil. With the devil. <laughs> something <laughs> with the devil. With the devil. <laughs> Making babies with the devil. Making babies with the devil. So anyway, yeah, it's like this. We're introduced to Robert, who's this music producer who is... A dick. A dick. Like, there's this group of amazing black musicians in there. They're jamming jamming. the fuck out. And at first, Robert is like, yes, I am into this. Like, you see him grooving. He's also grooving off tempo. Like, a very white man thing to do. Well, I mean, he looked like fucking Art Garfunkel. Yeah, he did. I don't know. It was... He was a rough... Rough guy, rough looking guy, but like <laughs> this band was doing awesome. And then in the very next scene, Robert's like, "You guys fucking suck. This sounds like a jerk off in a public toilet." One of my favorite lines hell, is from that man? scene where he's like, "If you played with your tools as much or as well as you played with your music or your, your instruments." And the keyboardist is like, well, I don't play with my tool for 12 bars, brother. Yeah. (laughs) It was ridiculous. He was kind of a a dick, and I didn't appreciate him because that that was a good jam. I was grooving to it. Like, I liked it. And they were were doing a good job. We get introduced to the rest of the family Mm. when Robert goes out to the car, and he even says, like, I'm working on a new jam that's going to be a hit. Yeah. So we meet the family. Let me just. Break it down, Ann. I got to start with the most disturbing who is Lil Ken, Lil Ken, who's maybe four. Let's say he's four. <laughs> We're introduced to Ken eating his favorite snack in the backseat of the car. It's the only meal he eats, they bring up later. Like, it was next to his birthday cake. He has, like, a poster of it Yeah, on top of his He's bed. obsessed. Campbell's soup. Green pea. Yep. Green pea, green pea soup in the can with a... Straw, like Danny is about to barf just thinking it's, of it. It, like he just slurps it out of the can with a straw. Somebody, one, somebody call Child Protective Services because this Campbell's is soup not, is condensed. You're supposed to add water because it's thick for a reason to keep it safer. And that's disgusting also, that he's sucking it out of a can. Soup is supposed to be warm. Yeah, <laughs> and also not drank with a straw. Yeah. Ew. 
it's probably the most disturbing thing about this entire movie, and there was a lot of weird stuff happening here. I almost feel like it was a throwback to The Exorcist because they use green pea soup. No, I think it. Oh, no, I totally think that that it was. Yeah. But I mean, that's not a reason to sue them. (laughs) No, it's not. You know what I mean? (laughs) To be like, you can't have you can't have that. Who else is in that car, Anne? Oh, my God. (laughs) You guys? I knew this character would really hit home with Anne. We've got Gail. Yes! Gail is, I'm going to say nine. Ten, maybe. Gail is so cute. Like, she's got little pigtails. She wears these little, like, (laughs) overalls and little pinafores, and she's really cute. But this girl talks like she is like a drug dealer in New York in she does. like 1979. She is just like, hey, you son of a bitch. And like the the dubbing is so good, you guys. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Like she, her voice is so deep and low and she just swears constantly. She's just like, God damn it. Son of a bitch. There's one quote she says where... When dad starts trying to get all sexy and with it, it's a real bad scene. Like, I think a lot of her dialogue reminded me of like a 70s old man. I just loved her. <laughs> I love Gail. Gail is my favorite character in this whole movie. She, she also kind of reminds me a little bit of how my cousin Summer used to look when she was little. Like, but she didn't talk like that, right? She, no, absolutely, oh, damn. absolutely not. Summer was like a little fucking daisy in a meadow. She's so <laughs> wonderful. No, but this uh, Gail like took no shit from no one. Like <laughs> there was a car that drove a little too close to her when she was getting something out of the car, and she was like, "Hey, motherfucker, where you going?" Like she was so pissed off. So mad. I loved her. I know this was the 70s, but then we also get introduced to Jessica, who drops or parks the car and leaves both of her kids in a top-down convertible and goes shopping. The sweet freedom of being (laughs) left alone in your car while your mom went grocery shopping. (laughs) It's it's a luxury that like the kids today will never know. Oh, please. I got left all the time. We had a minivan. It was like paradise. I'm going to go run in and get a few things. Okay, take your time. I'm going to just chill out in our goddamn Dodge Caravan, and (laughs) it's going to be wonderful. I don't remember. It was awesome. It was, uh, we had like a boat car, like one of those really long cars Mm -hmm. that had tons of room, and it had like the wood centerpiece. It was very relaxing. Oh, it's so great. God, (laughs) so great. Honestly, like kids can't do that anymore. Yeah. You can't do it. Like you, I get nervous enough leaving my grown children. (laughs) I mean, not grown. Grown means like they're adults, but they're older kids, like alone in the car for five seconds at the gas station or something. And they're like. 13 and 10. And I lock the doors and take the keys with me. Like. (laughs) Nothing's going to happen. So she's grocery shopping, and it's got the funkiest beat going on still because oh it's that band. This soundtrack is beyond amazing. I just, like, she was, like, measuring out the weights of apples, and it was just, like, a sexy porn song. Like, down, down, down. And she, it was like, damn, apples. We also find out, so, like, they go to pick up Robert yeah. after his 
apparently horrible recording session, which was really good. I just want to yeah. say again to those musicians, you guys did a really good job. And don't listen was, to Robert. Don't listen to Robert. He, <laughs> he does not know what he's talking about. We find out Robert uh, is a fish guy. Oh, he not in that. Fish. Not in that he likes to eat fish. In that he has a fish tank at home and really likes reading about fish and loves everything about the home fish tanking experience. <laughs> he talks about how it. you shouldn't make fun of the fact he loves his home fish tanking experience. I just did. I know. I just Robert's did. Pissed. <laughs> Come at me, Robert. Come at me with that mustache and that Garfunkel hair. I will take you. I love how Ken and Gal are cooking. Like, this family does not give a fuck about each other at all. They're all just doing their own thing. And these are small children. <laughs> I know. They're like <laughs> nine and four. And, like, Gail's just throwing random things inside this batter. Oh, my God. And then... <laughs> When they're eating dinner later on, and the little brother is like, go stuff yourself, Gail. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. This family is so wonderful and dysfunctional. And it's about to get bigger because Jessica reveals to Robert, uh-oh. Oh, dear. Guess who's on the way? Numero trace. <laughs> Robert's experience was, or his response was hilarious. Not that great. You know what also wasn't that great? His response when she was vomiting straight up <laughs> blood. And he was like, oh, no. Well, just relax a little bit and maybe go lay down. You'll feel better. Get, pregnant or not, if I am vomiting blood. vomiting blood, like just straight blood, Please be concerned and take me to the hospital. I feel like that's the, there's like once or twice in the movie. He's like, we'll take you to the hospital maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. We'll the go. second time is after she's if fully possessed. <laughs> if you're good. Oh, also during all of this weird stuff, you keep seeing like visions of this guy who Dimitri. was on the body of the teenage girl, Dimitri. He's like this, this bearded middle-aged guy. You just like see random shots of him. There's really only like six characters in this movie. So long as you know, Dimitri, George, the doctor, which we'll get into. Oh, in you meet George, the doctor and George, the doctor eats those. Okay, guys. Do you know what they are? Well, I don't, ha I didn't, I don't remember that exact brand. But I think it was a foreign brand because I was looking at the label and it was in a foreign language. So, but we had those kind of candies here. Everyone will remember who graduated in 2000, like me, when we were in like eighth, ninth grade, there were these hard candies and they were flavored, like fruit flavored, and they were in a round tin. That's what they are? We sell those. Oh, I... I've never seen those ones, though, that he was using. No, not it wasn't that that top either, but, like, just the hard fruit-flavored oh. candies in a tin. I was yeah. just, like, instant. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about those. He, like, arranges them every time yeah. you see them in a cross pattern. With but like, I think that's because he's a doctor, and it's supposed to be because he's, like, very methodical. And, oh, that could be it. You know, science. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> science tells you to do this. So Jessica's starting to lose her shit. The first sign we see her losing her shit is she looks at a random ashtray, looks at the fish tank, picks it up, and just tosses his at it. Tosses oh, his yeah, at it. she destroys those. Well, before that, though, this, too, is 
an alarming pattern in Robert's behavior. She says to him, Robert, I really don't want to be alone right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Robert, I'm feeling vulnerable, and I just don't want to be alone. And the very next scene, she's alone in the house, and Robert's, like, skipping around doing his whatever he's doing. And what happens later on when Gail says, don't leave us alone with mommy? The very next scene, Robert is out (laughs) skipping around doing his bullshit, and the kids are alone with mom. You know what? Later on, when... The, when George is like, under no circumstances, do you leave <laughs> leave her alone in the house? Do you know what he does? He leaves her alone in the fucking house. Like, this guy has, I, I don't want to say commitment issues, because he's married and he has two, three children he coming. He seems concerned. Uh, he seems concerned, but then also, like, people Hold are on. like, don't leave. And every time they're like, please don't leave me. I'm feeling scared and vulnerable and afraid. And I need like your presence here to help me. He's like, peace out. <laughs> he <laughs> goes out to buy a newspaper. I gotta go. go I gotta go get a newspaper. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he never does anything useful on these little jaunts when like he's gone. It's just, so many shots of him walking around the city being like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I got to buy a newspaper from one of these old machines. There's a Where lot of him just from. wandering. Yeah, a lot. So, I mean, it's good. I like it yeah, because it's that always music. followed by a great soundtrack. My God. So sure, Jessica threw the uh, ashtray at the fish tank and you're like, oh, something's up with Jessica. But the next time we see Jessica, things get real weird. Oh, dear. She's yep. sleeping. Jessica's taking a little snooze because, you know, she's pregnant. No, she's don't. Tired. This is the first time. No, is- no, no. I know. And then and then Ken sees her. Yeah. Ken sees her. And mom is like just floating in the air. <laughs> Mom's just hovering around in the air. And little Ken is like. Oh boy, that's weird. Better go chug another can of cold soup through a straw. So knowing now, I mean, it doesn't matter. We're going to spoil it. Hopefully, you watch this. Knowing now the ending, do you think Ken was doing that? Do you think Ken was making mom float? Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Okay, so you find out at the end that Ken is kind of the demon. But he didn't open that. Oh wait, no. Was he open that and then the guy died? So what I'm thinking is, here my my theory, Dimitri was trying to get her pregnant in that first ritual. So she ran away and had Ken, and Ken is a demon baby. But listen, she wasn't the one on the table in that demon ritual in the Are beginning. You sure? Because she was the one standing who ran away. Oh. In the robe. Right? No, that's the person that got up from the table and ran away. At the beginning. No, the person in the robe ran away. Well, I don't know then. Maybe that doesn't fit. But I feel like I feel like Ken's a demon. Well, I mean, you know he's a demon at the end. But then I'm like, wait, because he opens that package at the very end on the boat. But is that when they're first moving to San Francisco? No, because Dimitri handed her it. that handed him that package. But then not. It's time. We're in like a we're in a Terminator time travel <laughs> scenario here, you guys. We're what stuck. came first we're here? Stuck. The egg or the chicken? Oh fuck! <laughs> we're stuck. 
So yeah, mom's floating around. Mom's turning her head around and screaming. Gail gets slapped by Jessica. Do you remember that conversation? <laughs> the doctor's like, oh, he's really thin. What are you feeding him? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Jessica, or Gail was like, he'd eat seaweed all the time if he could, but mom doesn't feed us or something yeah. like that. And then Jessica just like, bitch slaps Gail. Yeah. I'm surprised Gail didn't slap her back because honestly, seems like Gail seems like the kind of kid who would like just slap her mom back and be like, fuck you. So then the next scene we see Gail. Oh, wait, hold on. No. What? Between that, I thought it was really funny how the doctor and Robert meet up for lunch. And they're talking. And every time the doctor oh goes God. into details of stuff he researched, the music got loud and like. Nope. Also, I want to say, first off, why is the doctor fucking meeting with his patient's husband to discuss her medical case? And then there's another point later on where she's talking to the doctor about, like, her concerns. And he's like, well, I had lunch with Robert. And after discussing your case, I decided to do this. This was the 70s. fuck yourself. (laughs) Like, God damn it. Women need to be heard when they go to the doctor. Women need to be heard. On that note, though. Oh, it made me so mad. Jessica goes to the doctor and says she wants an abortion. And he's like, well, after all this research, I agree with you. And then he, she got mad. And then she is like, no one is taking this baby How dare you agree with me? Well, that's because that's the demon coming out being like, no, baby, this kid's getting born. But I think it's right after that, she like is walking down these steps of this office building outside in the city. Oh, yeah. And there's like a (laughs) there's like this rotted banana peel in front of her. And I'm like, oh, how sinister. Mm -hmm. Like somebody placed a banana peel so she would slip and lose her baby. (laughs) Right. And then I thought that was the end of it. No, guys, it's not. She picks up the banana and just eats it. Ew! <laughs> Ew, David! That's not That's even the grossest so thing gross. she did, though. In the scene before, when baby Ken is sleeping because they thought he was sick. Oh, yeah. Jessica goes in for... She, like, kissed him for... An unnatural... It was, like, a grossly long kiss, and yeah. I did not like it. It was... Nah. That was a child. Yeah. So, yeah, banana snack, doll buying. What do you think is grosser? Her eating the dirty banana off the ground... Or Rosemary eating the raw meat in front of the toaster. Honestly, the banana, I don't know why. To me, that is kind of gross, too, because it's just like a quarter of a gross banana that somebody <laughs> threw on no, the wasn't ground. Even, it was just like the peel. There was like nothing left Ew, of the there banana. There was nothing in the banana. She was just eating the peel. Ew! Do you remember the conversation between Jessica and Robert about baby names? Like her seriousness? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. There was, they were discussing baby names. And then at one point Robert's like, well, we could, and they were was like very lighthearted, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, well, we could just like pick it out of a hat. And she was just like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I'm calling the lawyer and getting divorce papers drawn up now. That leads into our first game or only game of this podcast. <gasps> This is called Baby Names or Demon Names. Oh, All right, so these are either stupid rich celebrity baby names. Okay. Which you probably know a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, probably do. And then, or demon names. Okay. Oh, should we not? I don't, I'm nervous about saying demon names, but it's okay. Corson. 
celebrity baby name? That is a demon. The oh, one that oh constrained the King Solomon. Oh, dear. Egypt. Baby name? That's Alicia Keys' baby. Hey. Citri. Demon name. Prince of Hell. <laughs> mm. Hin. Demon. Supernatural creature from the Arabic. Uh, ocean. Baby. That's Forrest Whitaker's name. That means his baby's Ocean Whitaker. Ocean Whitaker. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker and Ocean Whitaker. Blue Angel. Baby. That's the Edge from U2's baby name. <laughs> Isn't that? Are you joking? Nope. Blue Angel. The Edge has. First off, <laughs> the Edge. Take off your fucking hat, motherfucker. Like, we all know you're bald under that skull cap that you've been wearing for 30 goddamn years. Also, what is his baby's name? It is Blue Angel. Blue Angel? <laughs> I want to die. I want to die. Orcus. I want to say demon name, but it could be a baby name. I'm going to say demon. I'm going to say demon. It is. It's the god of broken oaths Oh, from the Romans. Oh. Sage Moonlight. Oh, that's a baby name. Sylvester Stallone's baby. Really? Yeah. I just think I gave you the longest blink that has been recorded in human history. Maddox. Maddox? Yeah. Baby name. Do you know who? Angelina like, Jolie. Yeah. Okay. Do I know? Do yes. I know who? No. Yeah. Uh, Lucifage Frolanka. I'm going to say baby name. It is not. It's the demon in charge of hell's government. Isn't that funny? <laughs> in charge of the government the of hell. The bureaucratic red tape of hell. <laughs> Oh, man. Sparrow Midnight. That's a baby name. Yeah, that's Nicole Richie and Joel Maddox. Yeah, baby. yeah, I knew. Oh, I knew Sparrow. Good job. That was Babies or Demons. Da, 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 da. All right, so. Damn. <laughs> oh, let's talk about the floorboards and the kids' rooms just going fucking haywire. Oh, man. Tell me your thoughts on that. Wait, I just got to make sure. We didn't yeah. miss anything? So, no, we are right on track. <laughs> It's just Ken and Gail, right, in their little kid room. And I'm I'm just kind of always been, like, waiting for Gail to, like, be a bitch because that's what Gail does best. But she's not. This is, like, a scene where she's actually, like, a very caring, wonderful, good big sister. Gail seems, like, really smart, but how does she not notice everything in the room moving? Also, Gail, you got too many fucking dolls in your room. It's all Ken. Because Ken collects the dolls. That's why his mom bought him one. Ken likes the dolls. Ken, you got too many dolls in your fucking room. It's creepy. Yeah, it still stands. So they're just like hanging out in their room and then like all of a sudden it's kind of like poltergeist. We're just like. Everything starts moving and shaking. What, what and did she get out of the fridge when Ken said he was hungry? Um, like I'm a bread say pudding like or a, a banana? Flan. Yeah, like some kind of jello y Okay, I wasn't sure what it was. So, yeah, he's like hungry and wants a snack. So she's like, let me go get this jello mold. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the last movie where he goes to get a steak in the Can middle of the night. Can you imagine if Tommy was like, I want a snack? And Abby's like, oh, yeah, let me go grab this <laughs> molded dessert from the fridge. <laughs> the whole thing. No, she'd be like, have a granola bar, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 
yeah, everything just goes bananas haywire, and like the doll's eyes are all lighting up, and they're all demonic, and the toys are moving, and the floorboards are lighting up, and it looks I like it looked a, awesome. Looks like a very Finnish bedroom to me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I it looked like. I thought the the room moving and the floorboards, finished, lights underneath were yeah. like really high quality for what this movie was up to this point. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. So, you know, shit's going on. And then you, oh, the dolls start singing the song. What begins with G? What begins with G? Well, that's Gail like, at first. And then the dolls start singing yeah. their own version. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gail starts singing it when she goes into the kitchen and then the dolls are like what begins with d damn yeah donut <laughs> it's weird so then yeah like everything goes crazy the jello mold just flies up to the ceiling it's just crazy bananas they run in gail runs to get gail her mom. runs to get her mom uh-oh mom rolls over because she's napping in bed she a demon. Like, <laughs> she's, she's straight up possessed. Straight up possessed. Straight up possessed. Robert comes home. They have a fight about napping at 8 p.m. And oh, the my kids. God. That was the best. And at first, <laughs> I was like, Gail, you're crazy. But then she's like, I just sleep during the day. Like, I just sleep because I'm just tired and I, I don't know what to do. So I just sleep. And I'm like, I feel you there, girl. I want to get away. <laughs> I want to get away. I this feel is my getaway. you there in 2020. <laughs> Am I Gail? Am I going to get possessed by a demon? Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that was great. She was like, 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. I mean, we've all felt like that after a weird day nap. <laughs> they get tired. No, this one's just, when you wake they up. Get, they get tired from playing or from driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Gail. No, that's not Gail. That's Jessica. Yeah. Sorry. So we get another long, this very is, long. And right after that, though, was when Gail was like, Dad, don't leave us alone. Yes. Don't leave us alone with mom. And then the very next scene, he's like, I'm out of the house. That's Leaving my wife alone with the kids. <laughs> so we get a very long, like, sexy funk song to him walking and being chased by Dimitri. <gasps> oh, my God. But he's not only being chased by Dimitri. He's being chased. No, that's the third time. No, Danny, because my next. Oh, yep. There's three times You're right. that Robert walks so around the sorry. city randomly. You're right. The second time is when it's like... I put down... You're right. I wrote this, <laughs> the stare down in the city streets. It's like almost a setup for a gay porn. Like it kind of is. There, It's like there's a lot of sex. And whenever they look at each other before they actually talk, it's like a long... Yeah. Remember in the elevator where he's oh, like yeah. looking at them? They're just like seeing each other all over the city like... And it's look, okay, guys. Get, looking, it, get into it if you want looking. to. <laughs> Being like, I like your mustache. And he's like, I like, like your beard. Mm, I like that mustache. I like your trench coat. What are you selling? <laughs> I like your trench coat. I like that big fluffy hair. Mm, While mm, this long mm. walk's going on, one of uh, Jessica's friends, we got introduced to her at a birthday party, but we don't know her. It's George's wife, I think. Is it? Yeah. So she's watching the Jessica. Doctor. And Jessica turns over and does the crazy fucking eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, and this was like done back in the day. I don't I know. I, I don't feel know how like, it's done. Was this like a real thing that did she did with her eyes? Jessica know how to make one eye just go all. I over can't the place? even describe it to you, you guys. One eye staring totally straight. The other eye 
just going everywhere. Shit, bananas. Like the little Skarsgård kid from It. Like and it then, was crazy. And then when Robert gets home and she tells him, "Oh, her eyes were a little weird. A little weird." That does not qualify as a little weird. You're right. She was just like, her eyes were doing a strange thing. No, if that happened. Her eyes are possessed. If I saw somebody doing that and you walked in the door, I would be like, Danny, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would instantly be like, ah! (laughs) Like, I would go to instant demon possession. This time, too, he encounters Dimitri out on one of his walks. Oh, yeah, who's this, the bearded guy? Walk. I just who is it. also her ex boyfriend. Yeah. So, this is Jessica's ex boyfriend. And he's the one who just keeps popping up in Robert's like city porn fantasies. And so they finally like meet and talk. And Dimitri's like, I don't even know. I need to be, I need to. I need to be there. I need to be there. So they go back to the house. Well, first. <laughs> like, no, no, what? Hold on. Robert at first isn't down for it. He goes back and remember how George is sitting with yeah. Jessica and Jessica like is suddenly in the corner chair. Yeah. And starts puking and mm-hmm. being demonic. That's when Robert's like, OK, I'm going to trust Dimitri and bring him over the next day. <laughs> yeah. So Dimitri comes over and then Dimitri's like. <laughs> Dimitri, her ex-boyfriend, yeah, is like, <laughs> it's like, oh no, I need to, I need to be alone with her in your house. And she's in the other room going, yeah, I need to be alone with her. For hours, <laughs> like you have got to go. I, it's gonna be hours. I just got, I have to be alone. And she, yeah, like from the other side there, she's like alone with Dimitri. <laughs> ah. and Robert's just like, all right, see ya, bye. I'll go on I my third walk. I went. <laughs> <laughs> the third walk we'll get into in a minute. Oh, it is. Let's talk about Dimitri's hangout. I at want home. an entire movie of that <laughs> next one. But yeah, so so Dimitri's there. He gets his alone time <laughs> with Jessica. Well, he's like making out with a mirror for the first five minutes of yeah, it. Yeah, he really is literally making out with a mirror. He's like got his mouth on it, like crying. He's to like, the oh demons. god. No, let me in. Meanwhile, Robert's on his walk. Yes, the third walk, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Let's get into why this one was the best walk. So Robert, just walking, turns a corner, comes along some street musicians. Who decide to just play for Robert. Just are like, hey, you know what, brother? We are going to, like, swarm you and follow you down the street (laughs) for five minutes. They probably were like, Robert looks like, or that guy looks like he's going through some shit. I'm going to play for him on my nose flute. I mean, honestly, it it was amazing. Like, the guy was playing on a nose flute. Yeah. It was an awesome song, and I loved it. It lasted forever. And before Corona, I would have been like, I want that to happen to me. And I still want it to happen to me, but I want everybody away from me. And how can, I mean, how can you like cleanly play a nose flute? Really? <laughs> like, also, why would you have a nose flute? Why wouldn't you just have like a regular mouth flute? Like just know. a little recorder. Same thing, <laughs> but you don't have to stick it up your nose. Because it doesn't look as impressive when you're prancing around I somebody. I feel it looks like 
very much more ridiculous when so you have it up your nose. There were three of them, and only one was playing the nose flute. The other ones were playing like I don't uh, know, rain sticks and yeah. drums. I mean, and all stuff. kind. It was like a very jazzy. Uh, it was like a jazz flute song, pan do flute. It, do you think it helped, Robert? You think it helped? Well, I don't time? really give a fuck if it helped, Robert. <laughs> it helped me. It helped me. All right. So George gets a straight jacket. I have no idea when because suddenly Jessica's in oh, a straight yeah, jacket. You're right. She just kind of gets. They also hook Jessica up to a bunch of machines for her brain and realize that she is brain dead. Do you remember that? Is that before or after Robert unties her? That's before. Okay. It's about to get into that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. They hook her up to these machines. George comes over. George is like. So invested. The best. I guess that's how it is in Italy. Like maybe doctors make like house calls to you and they like have dinner with your family. Wouldn't it be kind of nice if like we knew a doctor that knew like six families and he would do anything for those six families. Like just go to their house, check on them. Yeah. The small town doctors with their little black doctor bag. <sighs> I fantasize about that. I feel like I wanted to find a joke that because a doctor, a producer, and Dimitri walk into a bar, but I could not think of another one because these three were suddenly the main and then they And then they were assaulted by a street <laughs> jazz group. Wow, I don't wow, know. Wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, Robert unties her. What happens then? Well, it's not good. She like just <laughs> full out like assaults him and goes nuts on him. Meanwhile, Dimitri sitting outside the room, hearing everything going on, just cool as a cucumber, just chilling like a villain. No, it's not. He's like, oh, demon, I know you. Robert would uh, lose in divorce court because possession is nine-tenths of law. Oh, my God. I had to do one bad job. You did. Okay, well. (laughs) Let's get back to uh, Curious George, the doctor. Uh, what about him? I don't remember. My next note is about the boat lady. Oh, let's go to that. Oh, that's what... So Curious George... Sorry, George. Curious George! (laughs) He's exploring the city, trying to find out shit about Dimitri and what's going on. Mm -hmm. And he stumbles upon... This lady on a boat that's basically my wife if I was not around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she lives on this little trapezoid of a boat. She has cats roaming around. She's wearing this glorious captain, smoking a joint. She has these giant hoop earrings. She is just, like, living her life the way she wants it. And he's asking about Dimitri, and she's like, <laughs> Dimitri? I haven't heard that name in 20 years. He, d- he died years ago in a boat a- or a car accident. <laughs> He's been dead for ages. So that's our first big dun-dun-dun mm-hmm. twist. Dimitri's dead. And the demon tricked Dimitri and said he could come back into life. The, the body of her baby. But then when he's trying to help give the baby... When she's floating in the air. Yeah. The demon's like, nah, just playing. (laughs) JK, why would I help you, motherfucker? I'm the devil. And I mean, really, why would you trust the devil? Like, come on, guys. It's the devil. You don't see Dimitri after that scene. Did he just disappear? Like, I mean, he wasn't alive. Was he just there to try to help the baby? And then boom, since he's not going to be the baby. I mean, I don't. Are you you asking me to, like, fill in logical questions about this movie? Because I cannot do that. The next scene you see is the baby with no mouth. The baby has no mouth. Is it alive? It like I don't looks see. Alive. It. Did it? Was it moving? Yeah. 
Yeah. But it was just buried under blankets. And it had no mouth. Which is not good. Because <laughs> don't put blankets over babies' faces, especially if they don't have a fucking mouth. <laughs> I don't know if you have to worry about it as much. I mean, I guess it's, if it's like the devil baby, though, maybe you don't need to worry about it. So the final part of this movie, we get the one of the best twists I've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. Yum. I mean, we kind of <laughs> talked about it earlier, but we find out that Ken gets a toy car. And- so at the be like towards the beginning of this movie. He gets this, like, package just dropped in the car with him. Dimitri puts it in the car. Yeah, but you don't know it's Dimitri. Yeah, not till later. But, like, he gets this package that's wrapped up like a gift, and he just kind of carries it with him throughout the whole movie, and he never unwraps it. I want to talk about that. If you saw one of our kids carrying a package unwrapped for at least more than an hour. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I want questions. All right, no. I have questions. There's no way. There's especially Tommy. No way. <laughs> No way. So he he's on a boat, like a ferry. Yeah. With his mom, dad. Remember the sassy my, look that my best friend Gail. Gail gives to that boy. Oh my god, yes, because she's <laughs> reading her love story romance novels and like she's like, hey bro. And she he's like, like does a little, like, she does a little wink. wink. <laughs> so then he's like Ken is slowly opening this package. It takes forever. So slowly. It drives me insane like just unwrap the fucking package you're a four-year-old kid just rip it open like any four-year-old kid he unties it slowly and it's the red car from the beginning of the movie of the beginning of the movie that dimitri drove off the cliff in and then ken turns to the camera and he has glowing green eyes It was amazing, you guys. This movie was was amazing. It was a good twist. Uh, This movie was fucking awesome. The soundtrack is awesome, and I am willing to pay $50. Like, how much was the movie? The movie was $40 because it's out of print. Like, we are going to spend over $100 (laughs) on this movie with shipping and shit. Because you're going to buy the soundtrack? Hell yeah, I am. Because it's amazing. (laughs) But, like... (laughs) <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's so stupid, but I'm gonna we're gonna do it because it's worth it. But this movie is awesome. I loved I it. Know. I loved it. I'm so the glad the dubbing this was so bad. It was fantastic. Fabulous. Like Gail. I want a poster of Gail just being like, son of a bitch on my wall. <laughs> I love Gail. Alright, so that was our episode. That was yeah, wonderful. Yeah, that was good. Real quick. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.